Hello, hello everyone. I am excited to continue Tidbits Series Part 3, and I'm going to go ahead and dive in with Card 1, which reads, Step Back. Step out of the thick of things before you drown in whirlpools of stress by giving yourself some time out during which you can extricate yourself from this complex life. Smell the air and enjoy the view. Then peep back in from this slightly objective vantage point. With a little distance, you might be able to see what areas in your life could use the most simplifying. Write out an observational wish list of areas to work on and then pick just one to start with. If you really can't get on a high enough mountain to peer back down from above, seek an objective friend or professional to work with and try to gain some perspective from them. This card really resonates with me. And one thing I like to offer some of my clients is a form called the Wheel of Life. And what this is, is a wheel that covers several categories of everyone's life. And I will read them off. Career, money, health, friends and family, significant other or romance, personal growth and learning, fun, leisure, and recreation, and then physical environment. So example would be your home. And what the wheel of life is, is a tool for you to kind of gauge where you are. And I think it's great for everyone to do this once in a while and to just figure out where you're at in your life. Are you happy with where you are with all these categories? And so the way to work this form is you create this little kind of semicircle from zero to 10 and zero starts at the middle and it looks like a pie. And I understand that I may not be explaining it properly. So I will attach a PDF to my show notes. And what you do is you rate yourself in that pie from zero to 10. So for example, if you were all eights, then you would make a perfect circle. But for the most part, we're not always, you know, even all the way around. If you are, that's fantastic. That means you've learned to create balance in your life. However, your career might be a two and your health might be an eight. Your physical environment, your home might be gorgeous. It might be a 10, but you don't have time for fun, leisure, and recreation. That might be a four. So basically how you would do it, and there's instructions on the page, is you would mark up your wheel of life, and then you would find the places where you need to focus on maybe creating more balance. And I love the idea of talking to a loved one, somebody who really cares about you, and please choose somebody who can be very, you know, unbiased in the sense that they have your best interest at heart, um, regardless of whether it may or may not hurt your feelings. And please choose somebody that can treat you with respect and also have tact in the moments where things or conversations may get heavy. I don't want anyone getting hurt behind speaking to somebody who may be the wrong person. I will go ahead and put a link to the PDF for the Wheel of Life in the show notes, and I hope you use it and enjoy it. I absolutely love card two, which is called Show Emotions. 
Life can be a lot simpler when you feel the flow of emotions to and from the people you care about. Instead of feeling hungry for more emotional connection or unsafe in expressing your feelings, do whatever it takes to show your feelings from picking emotionally expressive friends with whom you can be comfortable showing a full range of emotions to learning to be more expressive and direct yourself. What a lovely sentiment to actually be able to be honest with ourselves in how we are feeling. And as many of you may already know, holding in emotions is really physically bad for you. We can exacerbate emotional trauma from childhood by holding in emotions, even as an adult, when we know that we should be able to let it flow freely, as the card states. So I am all for it. If you are sad, take a day, take some hours, do whatever you need to cry and let the feelings and emotions come out of your body. It is so important to do that. And I recently, um, you know, I go through days where I feel highly, highly just so filled with sorrow for the loss of my mom. My mom died when I was six years old. And one of my most <clears throat> favorite, um, that's probably not very PC to say, but one of my favorite pets, baby who died a couple, maybe three years ago now. And I go through some really emotional days when I think about these two souls that I loved so deeply. Only to say that, you know, you really should go ahead and if you're feeling sad, let it flow. When you're happy, let that flow. Whatever emotion you're in, name it, allow yourself to feel it and see it, and then you can slowly move on to, you know, a greater vibration of joy and happiness. Card number three is simple systems. Stop stumbling over your own disorganization and put a couple of simple organizational systems into place. Follow the life of a piece of paper in your home to diagnose where your organizational bottlenecks are worst. Spend a day addressing this through baskets, files, and boxes. If organization is not your strength, enlist someone who gets giddy <laughs> at the thought of taming chaos to help you put a system together. And yes, everyone, feel free to email me with any of your organizational issues because yes, I do get giddy when I can help somebody create calm out of chaos. And I love the whole, um, what it says on the card about following the life of a piece of paper in your home. That is actually really an interesting way to look at it. And I do, in a way, ask my clients to do this, like follow the life of the paper. Where do you put it? How many places does it go before it ends up where it should be? So creating simple file systems is so um, necessary to keep your paper clutter in check. If you would like 
some deeper insight into this, please do email me. I have several different ways that I work with people on files. And I, I just say the simplest way is the best. Just use the alphabetical system and try to keep your files down to 20 or less. In a household, you honestly don't need more than 20 to 25 files. And I will put some detail in the show notes on what I think are the most important files you should have in paper form that you keep in a little file box or somewhere that you can grab in the case of an emergency. I also advise to have all of these items in a digital form as well. Card number four is called Proving What? Do you feel like you still need to prove something to someone about yourself? Do you feel you'll have proven yourself when you get a big house or a prestigious promotion or a new girlfriend or boyfriend? Your sense of self-worth isn't really going to improve from having a bigger title after your name. Let go of external measures of your sense of self-worth. Sorry, let go of external measures of your sense of self and worth. Directly tell the unsupportive people in your head that you don't have to prove anything to them to feel okay about yourself. It's much simpler that way. And boy, is it ever. The day I stopped caring in a broad sense of the term, the day I stopped caring about what other people thought or needing to fulfill someone else's worth of myself, that was the day that I became the happiest person on this planet. As the child of an immigrant to Canada, of a great scholarly man, you know, we were never good enough as children. We were never academically smart enough. But what my brilliant father did not realize is that he was in a league unto himself. You know, these folks who get PhDs left, right, and center, you know, that's easy for them. Not everybody is like that. But anyway, I still highly respect my father and I'm very proud of all that he does. But you know, the day that I stopped trying to live up to other people's expectations was the day that I gained wings and flew. And it was an amazing day. <laughs> and I think we should all have that day. Card number five is called Media Down and Out. In order to hear yourself think, shut off or cut down on the amount of media information you inhale, absorb, and digest. It's fascinating to keep up with the world on an international and intergalactic level, but it can also be a lot of noise and distraction to some of the quieter and more local news events happening inside your own head. Media overconsumption is a good way to numb yourself to more personal issues. Try a media down day once a week or more and begin to enjoy the local broadcasting from your own brain. 
So I am going to fast forward this from 1997 to 2021 and ask all of you to try a digital detox day. And what that is, is that you take your phone and you actually put it away. So make sure that all your loved ones are safe and where they're supposed to be. And then go ahead and put your phone away. You can shut it off or you can just turn it all the way down, stick it in a drawer, and try not to look at it for an entire day. As you graduate to more time away from your phone, you can sometimes put it away overnight and not look at it until the next day, which would be a huge promotion on digital detox. Honestly, try it. I promise you will feel so much better, you know, the next day when you've had that rest. I truly hope you enjoyed these five tidbits. I definitely enjoyed bringing them to you and I feel like I learned something every time. So thank you all for listening and I hope to see you again soon.